in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. Right now, it is 106 on this Friday, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It is me, it is I, it is Juan. On uh, once again, what is a busy news Friday? Good afternoon, one and all. It's been uh, quite a news week. Just heard the forecast. It sounds like we have uh, some nice weather. If you're on vacation for next week, boy, you picked the right week. The weather looks uh, fantastic into the next week. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Folks, right off of Route 146, they are waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Uh, Delicious food inside. Also, they have the new outside deck. It's a happening and it's, it's consistently terrific. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. I wanna dip into a little bit uh, Cranston Mayor, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, has agreed to sit down and he has done an interview for Newsmakers with Tim White and Ted Nisi. And uh, I want to hear this a little bit, only I want to hear how they kind of get into it a little bit. He is leading in a, a recent poll that came out that uh, shows him beating everyone in the race, but specifically Seth, Seth Magaziner. And so I want to dip in a little bit and hear, sometimes the, the first things out of the box are, uh, are pretty good. So this just was taped this morning. Yeah, nice to be back in studio and in person without the mask. Yeah, it's kind of nice to be back. So, uh, Mayor, 60 seconds or less, why do you want to be a congressman from the 2nd Congressional District. Yeah, right now I'm focused on the people's priorities and that's how to get by in this crippling economy that's been put forward by the policies from President Biden and his administration, Nancy Pelosi and the members of Congress. Spending's been out of control leading to this rampant inflation. We've got to drive those costs down. Energy prices are out of control. Oil and gas, it's unconscionable. We're, We're talking about, you know, these prices bumping up over $5 a gallon. Oh, there's a little relief. It just drops slightly below $5 a gallon. This is crazy. I want to run to fix a lot of these problems, make us energy independent again, make sure we control rain in that inflation, just like what I did in Cranston. You know, I ran because I saw a crisis going on, a city that was on the brink of financial insolvency. You know, a lot of problems, problems that people never thought we could tackle, like that unfunded pension, the second worst funded pension plan uh, in the country. But we did it by sitting across the table and doing what's right for the taxpayers and saving that city to where it is today, one of the top 50 cities to live. And that's the policies I want to take to D.C. We're going to hit up a lot of those policies uh, throughout this program, but I first, I want to talk about what the argument against you is, and sure. Ted reported earlier this week that Congressman Jake Auchincloss from Massachusetts threw his support uh, behind Seth Magaziner what uh, this a surprise. week. In an interview with Ted, the congressman uh, summarized the Democratic argument against you. Let's take a listen. And let's be very clear about what's at stake in this race. Alan Fung's first vote is going to be for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Kevin McCarthy's first phone call is going to be to Donald Trump. We are facing an That's extremist ridiculous. GOP that does not respect. Oh my! I can't the believe they're playing this stupid cut. What? And Alan Fung, uh, as oh, shut up. Nice of the guys he may be, as as uh, well known of a mayor as he may be, is going what to be stupid uh, in comment. lockstep with the Donald Trump agenda. Oh, shut up. He's not even the so president. That, that's your argument. And, you know, again, in short, what Alan Fung's a nice sure. guy, as, as Congressman Auchincloss said there, but he's a vote for Kevin McCarthy, for Speaker, and the Republican no agenda. No one even knows what you you're know, talking about. Let's take on exactly what he said. Alan Fung is a nice guy with a track record as mayor, 12 yep. track record of turning things around, That's right. making sure we do the right things for the residents of Cranston. That's the same type of attitude that I want to take down to Washington, D.C., working across the aisle, not promoting some national agenda, representing the values I of the people and their priorities in not just the district, but the people of Rhode Island. Me? That's what I want to take down to Washington, D.C. And it wasn't Did just Jake Trump. Trump. Shut up. Talking about the work that I've done sure. during my career. Career's mayor, David Cicilline, 
when he similarly, yep. you know, endorsed and talked about this race, was, you know, talking about the nice endorse you, to be clear. It's <laughs> okay. It's okay. But by the way, you want, you want something that's kind of clear? Guys. Jay Dawkins is another silver spoon, just like yep. my potential opponent, Seth Magaziner, endorsing another silver spoon, who, by the way, that silver spoon doesn't even live in the district, so he doesn't understand my priorities. You know, I've lived in this district worked in there. My family's restaurants have been there. I understand the priorities of hardworking people. Good. That's why I want to go down. My agenda is going to be first and foremost making us energy independent again, making sure our oil and gas production are coming here from this country while we walk and chew gum at the same time and transition. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, but you're, if you win, you'll be a Republican uh, down Come in Kevin McCarthy for House Speaker. Yeah, I'm going to support that Republican leadership, and here's why. They're focused on these same issues that I've been trying to talk about from day one. Don't answer that Getting question. Getting control of this inflation, because part of it, a large part of it, is the spending that's been coming out of Washington, D.C. that's out of control. We can't keep Come printing on, money. Guys. Are you talking about even just like the opposite? McKee form? won't even you do your five show. To six years to spend these dollars? What is that's that? ridiculous. That's too much Are you going to vote for Kevin system? McCarthy? Yeah, um, like anyone has any idea who you're talking about. That's what we have to get under control. We can't have pork Come projects on. like Nancy Pelosi trying to push $200 million to the Presidio Park. You know, I'd rather have investments come back around. This is why it's important because newsflash, Republicans aren't going to take control of Congress and it's not just going to be, oh, by Alan Fung, it's going to be a large majority. Rhode Islanders need a voice with someone on the on the side of the majority to bring those dollars back. Good. Important targeted investments into our economy. I want to bring back dollars to improve our infrastructure to help the economy, like down at Quonset. Good. I want to bring back dollars to support the great research going into the blue economy down at URI. I want to support even our green economy that's here. That's what Alan Fung will bring back to Good. Rhode Island when the uh, Republicans take over Congress. Let me ask you, Mayor, you know, historically when Republicans have won seats in recent decades in New England, it's been partly because they've, they've balanced their Republican affiliation with the fact that their district isn't generally as red as where some of the Republican leadership comes from. You think, of course, of Susan Collins, who, you know, frequently votes with her party, but then will take big votes like on the health care bill, for example. Where, knowing that you come from a district that's been electing Democrats for a while, where would you vote differently than your national party, even if it got you some heat from them down there because you feel like your constituents don't have the same views as like a Republican seat in Alabama, let's say? Sure. I, look, I've shown, and this is what, you know, renowned and the people in the district can see my track record as mayor. It's as a centrist, working together across the aisle, not a Democratic way of doing, not a Republican way of doing, doing what's right for the people of Cranston. That's the same type of approach I'll take to Washington, D.C. And to get to one, you know, one example of where I can show where, you know, I might be divergent from them. Look, we're in the ocean state. I am one of those Republicans that can say those two words, climate change. I've seen the man-made impacts. In fact, during my 12 years as mayor, we invested and leveraged some of those federal dollars that came in with our city dollars to buy back some of those properties that are in flood-prone areas and restore it back to its natural habitat to mitigate some of those flooding disasters because of decisions made years ago. So that's one of the areas that be supportive of clean air, clean water for the ocean state, investing in our blue economy. Those are issues that are important to renowned that I will diverge if necessary to make sure we get those investments back and be a voice down in Washington, D.C. Hewitt, go ahead. Uh, I, I have to ask you about, uh, while we're talking about the, the party affiliation thing that Democrats bring up so much, January 6th. Um, oh, you, my God. For Donald Trump in, in 16 and 20, the January 6th attack happened after you cast your vote in 2020. Based on what you saw that day oh, and based on oh, the, the testimony we're hearing before the committee. Um, what an embarrassment you know, this it, is. Could Donald Trump, if he is, as we're hearing reports this week, consider another run, is that... Is that viable for someone who, who did what he is now under oath, people are saying he did, to try to gin up that mob that went to the Capitol? Oh, let's face it. I, I saw that testimony from Cassidy Hutchinson, just like mm -hmm. many of us did, many people across the country. It was compelling testimony, you know, under oath. Um, and what I can tell you is, look, we all know Donald Trump loves to talk. And there's no doubt about it. You know, he's been talking about potentially doing this. That. Do I think he's going to run? Probably not. Because, look. Look at his age. He's bumping up on 80. Yep. I can tell you one of the things.
things that I would like to see, a fresh face representing, you know, uh, the values that I believe in, making sure that, you know, that someone that's focused on our economy, these issues that are presently hitting us because of our current president. You don't want Donald Trump to run again. Look, I want a fresh face, a fresh face that's focused on the economy, focused on making sure that we're energy independent, doing the right thing for oil and gas coming out of our, you know, country to make sure that it's here. Because take a look at what even Biden did just this past week, or actually just a couple weeks ago when he talked about tapping into the reserves. You know, everyone's thinking you tap into those oil reserves so that it's going to come help our country. He sent some of that overseas. That's crazy. That's like the rest of us. I know you don't like, Joe, I know you don't like Joe Biden. Um, but and that's why we need to Ted's question. Trump. Did January 6th change your Are opinion? Are you kidding me? Look, I think God almighty. 6, you know, provided a lot of compelling t um, you know, evidence uh, about what happened as a country. It was certainly disturbing. But my opinion on Donald Trump, he was a, he's been Donald Trump from day one. You know, his policies might be one thing, but I think from what he said, he's basically, you know, let's face it, not a guy that I would hang out with, you know, whether it was before January 6th or even now. You've not gotten any invitations to Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> not <laughs> at all. all. Yeah. Wow. Right. Um, so Mayor, you, predictable. I know you've been asked a lot about abortion in the wake of the Supreme Court decision oh. overturning Roe v. Wade. And, and you have said uh, you do not support taxpayer-funded abortions. You do not support late-term abortions or partial birth abortions. Um, you will, if you are elected this to Congress, you will have to make an up or down vote on this issue. When you were in... Uh, on this wow. back in May, and you talked to our colleague Kim Kalunian, uh, and she asked you how you would have voted on two bills, one of them that Congressman Jim uh, Landman wow. voted for, and you declined to answer the question saying you hadn't read them that, that yet. That's been more than two months, so I assume you have had time to read the mayor. Um, how would you vote on the Women's Health Protection uh, Act, which another hypothetical right to choose? Oh, exactly that, because Back then, I'm not going to uh, take a position on a bill that, you know, um, I haven't read yet. And by the way, there was only Have one you read bill. it? There was only, look, I understand the guidelines within the context, and I'm going to vote on, you know, any of those bills. I would not codify late-term abortions, and that bill would have provided for late-term abortions. Good answer, Mayor. You know, I do support it in the case of, you know, the life of the mother, rape or incest. I do will support any type of legislation that provides access for women with certain safeguards within certain time periods. I would support a bill that would say have the European standards, you know, into maybe that second trimester. But the way I read that bill, it would have codified late term. And that's a, we should be clear that that's, a, that's a Democratic bill that had no Republican support. But then there is a bipartisan bill, Susan Collins right. and Lisa Murkowski, which is, you have the type. What is that one? I don't have reproduction. Tim does. Yeah, Reproduction Choice Act. Yeah, which would also codify abortion rights, but also has some carve-outs for religious institutions, so it's it's a step away. If, it's a step, if right. they brought that one up in the House, because it's bipartisan, would you vote for that one? I'll take, again, I'll take a look at it, and I've been clear about, you know, what I would support and what I won't support, because I'm not the extremes on this issue. You know, I'm not one of these individuals that would ban, you know, um, any abortions or criminalize anyone seeking one or even medical providers. What about banning the, the, the Dobbs decision? There's a push by Republicans to uh, pass legislation to implement a nationwide abortion ban at 15 weeks. Again, that's the Dobbs decision. So codifying that federally, up or down, yes or no? No, on that, I can tell you I'm not going to take anything that would ban it. So long as uh, women have the ability to provide, to get access to having an abortion. Would, it, would ban it, it would ban it 15 weeks and beyond. I don't, I don't think that Dobbs says that explicitly. No, Dobbs was just looking at that context. I think it was that Mississippi law. Uh, bottom line is, I would be supportive of legislation that provides access to abortions up to like the European standard, whether it's into that second trimester, whether it's if, it, time frames are difficult to, uh, you know, Usually it's like 15 to 20 weeks within that time period, so that's something I could be supportive of. One more question out of the, that uh, Supreme Court decision. Justice Thomas suggested looking at Obergefell, the, the, law, the court decision that made same-sex marriage legally legal across the country. We actually heard from a viewer at last week after we had Speaker Shikarchi on, who was talking about it at the state level, um, and that viewer pointed out 
who's in a same-sex marriage that if if it went away at the federal level because of the Supreme Court, he would be married in Rhode Island law but unmarried in federal law. And there's been talk about putting a, a federal gay marriage bill forward in the House. Could, would you vote um, for a same-sex marriage bill in the uh, to make that federal law if the, if the Supreme Court overturns it? Yeah. Well, first and foremost. I think Justice Thomas stood alone. Even some of the conservative justices like Kavanaugh didn't go along with what he was talking about to kind of strip away, you know, uh, gay marriage. You know, for me, I am a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. Members of Team Fung are, you know, gay. One of my best friends who's in my wedding party is gay. So I could support, you know, gay marriage so long as it also recognizes, you know, uh, a religious uh, institution's ability to preserve their sacrament too. And that's, you know, codified like you talked about in Rhode Island law, just like Roe is codified in Rhode Island law. I'm not going to take any stances down in Washington, D.C. that's going to strip away anyone's rights in Rhode Island on either one of those two Are you issues. prepared, though, for the, the heat you might take from your own party base? If oh, you, come on. You know, if there's a narrow vote on one of these uh, what are questions of these? or something, you could, you know, if it's a close majority, you could be the deciding vote. Oh, my God. It's not going to be close. Sometimes before he changed his position, the deciding vote against some things wow. because, of, because of he was against abortion until recently. Oh my God! Are you guys for real? Even if I am deciding votes, I'm going down to Washington D.C. to fight for what our residents need. You know, whether it's on those issues, on our economy, first and foremost, is what's on my mind and part of the platform that I'm running on because that has been the people's wow. as I'm at the doors. You know, talking about. The majority, overwhelming majority, want these gas prices under control. We're coming into the summer. We're into the summer right now. What's going to happen in the fall when all of a sudden, you know, our oil heat, because I've got oil heat, I topped off in April. By sheer coincidence, I looked at the bill, it was $1,000 to top off. What's going to happen when you have seniors or people on fixed incomes coming into the fall facing these difficult decisions about how do I heat my home? How am I going to pay for my already high prescription drugs? Why don't we pick up on that on the other side of the break? And by the way, it shouldn't be a coincidence that you look at your bill because you have to pay it. So definitely <laughs> look at your bill every your time. Oil you delivery know. man's like, you right. know. You know, I, uh, folks, again, good afternoon at 122. Uh, he, he's a good sport. He is a really good sport for sitting through that. Pow. And as Cranston and Mayor Alan Fung on Newsmakers. Wow. Are you kidding me? That this is like a parody of of a, an interview. I forget it. I forget it. I wouldn't. Even, he shouldn't even. Why? Why go through a debate? Why go through the debate? You know, I'm gonna. I want to replay. Boy, Seth Magaziner was right. This is Seth Magaziner at his press briefing with Langevin. Knows, and you all are going to help us do this, what our positions are and what his positions are, because where we are is where most Rhode Island voters are, where he is is with the extreme of the far right down in Washington. And so the next four months are going to be a lot of fun, because his whole campaign strategy is to hope that people don't know what his positions are. That is not a winning strategy. Our strategy is to make sure that voters are educated, that they know what our positions are, what his positions are, and the difference between the two. And so I want to get out there. I want to have 20 debates with him. I bet he wants to have zero <laughs> because he doesn't want people to know what he really stands for. Uh, and I know that all of you in, in the media are going to help us do this. Going to help Over the next us four do months, this. You are going to do your part to make sure that he doesn't dodge and filibuster um, basic questions about what his positions are. And we are certainly going to do our part to make sure voters know about that contrast, those contrasts as well. So this is going to be a fun four months. It's going to be a successful four months. And I am tremendously grateful to Congressman Langevin. I think his vote of endorsement. You know, that is, um, again, folks, Seth Magaziner with this whole business uh, uh, in giving instructions to the media how they're going to help him. Uh, I, 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 I am. I am surprised. You're hearing me in real time. Wow, those are the questions. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad you're asking Fung about Trump, January 6th. What Jake who? Jake Oskenklosk 
as if we should care what that idiot thinks. Uh, Mayor Fung was almost like too polite. But he can certainly handle him and speak for himself. Uh, Mayor Fung, do you want to respond that Jace Oskincloth is supporting Seth Magaziner? Oh, really? Does, does he live in the district? Is that supposed to be a surprise? They actually played the clip? Dismisses attack on him? This whole business of Kevin McCarthy as speaker? As if anyone is focusing on that? You know, this is an example. This is not what people are focusing on. That's not what people... Now, I didn't play the full interview. Did they play Senator Mack? So let's not focus on Senator Mack. Let's instead... Focus on January 6th, Trump, Kevin McCarthy, try to thread the needle. You know, you could be the deciding vote on a board. I mean, I I am really surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be. You know, there is a uh, developing story about this uh, correctional officer. Did you hear about this? This just came today. Correctional officer charged the death of an inmate. Wow. Very surprised at this. Huh. Um, because, you know, I, I don't get it. So it was COVID. So they, he left the guy with a mask in his cell. And the guy used the mask to choke himself. So they're charging him with this? Let me hear this. CI corrections officer indicted for manslaughter. Let's get right to 12 News reporter Anita Buffoni. Oh. the newsroom now with all the details. Well, Patrick, the attorney general's office says correctional officer Jeffrey Peters was responsible for caring for an inmate identified as Timothy McQuesten, who was believed to have killed himself in his own cell in January of 2021. Now, Peters has been indicted on a charge of involuntary manslaughter, according to the attorney general's office. Now, McQuesten was at the ACI after he was charged with the murder of a Lincoln couple in 2021. Last year, Target 12 investigators learned McQuesten is believed to have used his own face mask to kill himself despite being considered an inmate at risk of committing suicide. The correctional officer working at the time of McQuesten's death was then placed on administrative leave. A grand jury indicted the 43-year-old correctional officer following an investigation by the state police and the attorney general's office. In that indictment, it says that Peters was criminally negligent in the execution of his duties. We are working the story to get them more information. We'll bring you the latest on what we learn coming up tonight starting live at 4 o'clock. Pernell live in the Breaking News Center. I'm Anita Buffoni, 12 News. Wow, I don't get why they're charging the guy. Charging him for that? Let me hear the Lugo piece. I want to hear Providence Police Officer pleads not guilty. Well, at least, is, is this, is, is he even being given a chance in court? Lugo? For slap or whatever? Striking? I think you could say striking. He definitely struck her. I don't know if it was a punch or a slap. She didn't fall down. All right, here's the latest on this story. Guilty, charged with assaulting a woman while off duty at an abortion rally outside of the state house last month. Alexander Leslie joins us live in Providence right now with details from court. Oh, Patrick John. Lugo's arraignment was first thing this morning, and that hearing was over in under two minutes. But we're told that a judge entered not guilty pleas on his behalf. No facts were read in court, but according to a state police affidavit we picked up inside, state police say they made a positive ID of Lugo after a review of video footage by an uninvolved party. Police say the video shows a small pocket of protesters surrounding a white male who was assaulted, and then a secondary assault took place. We have at least one of those clips from radio and podcast host Bill Bartholomew, WPRO, and Rhode Island political cooperative co-founder Jennifer Rourke. Police say Lugo squares off with her and she puts her hands up but he strikes her. At the time, Rourke was Lugo's Democratic opponent for a state Senate seat in Warwick. Lugo dropped out of the race following the allegations. State police say after one strike, Lugo hits Rourke again in the face and then immediately walks away. The state police affidavit states Rourke was asked if she said anything to Lugo or touched him and she said no. In court today, Lugo's bail was set at $2,000 personal recognizance and he was ordered to have no contact with Rourke as a condition of his bail. We haven't heard from Lugo's lawyer today, but he previously told us that Lugo believes the facts will exonerate him. 
Matt Lugo is still on paid administrative leave with Providence Police, but police are recommending he be fired. Now, that can't happen outright due to Leobor protections, but Lugo's lawyer told us last night that his client has requested a Leobor hearing. Live in Providence, Alexandra Leslie, 12 News. Well, again, uh, he has not been found guilty of anything. And if anything, folks, um, you know, listen, he's going to get his day in court. His life has been turned upside down. Um, I, I am a little thrown at the, um, I'm a little thrown at this correctional officer. Manslaughter? Jeffrey Peters indicted involuntary manslaughter? Because he allowed the guy that he's been charged in the killing of the Lincoln couple in their 60s. He choked on his own mask. Am I missing something here? Is that certainly not his fault that this happened? You know, the, 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 the idiot in the cell was left with a mask. I can't believe the bias of that interview. Wow, and I really like those guys. Tim White, Ted Nisi. I normally very, very supportive. Really? That's everything that's going to be asked? So all the voters, all they want to hear about is... They want to hear about Trump in January 6th. Yeah, go go to the Warwick Mall. See how many people know who Kevin McCarthy is. Now, listen, I totally get the fact that they can say, you know, well, we have to ask him this. But I'm going to come back to where's the Tierra Mac story? How come there's nothing on Senator Mac? How is that possible? Why is she given a free pass? No, this I, I think I think it's biased. I do. I think it's really biased. Um, oh, did Channel Trent tend to a new updated story on this? New updated story gaining national attention. All right, I didn't realize. At least Channel 10's doing it. Channel 12's giving her a total free pass. So she gets. It's a national story. Here he is. Let me play your Janet. TikTok, and you'll want to hear what she has to say. Thanks for staying up at 11 o'clock, everyone. I'm Dan Janik. Mac is a Rhode Island senator representing District 6, and she has been getting national attention after posting a campaign video of her twerking on TikTok that went viral. The 19th Molly Levine joins us live now in studio. She got the big interview tonight. Molly? Yeah, Dan, Senator Mack is running for her second term, and she started creating TikToks with the intention of going viral, so she can talk more According about abortion, to her. the state of politics, oh, that's in not it. and to encourage more young people to run for office. Whoa. Well, she definitely accomplished at least one thing. She went viral and is getting that attention. I don't know about anyone else, but when I go to the beach, I'm in a bathing suit. Some say it's not just about what she's wearing, but what she's doing. Twerking in a headstand, getting national attention. Was that the goal or what was the goal? Yeah, so when I first created my TikTok, it was either the day of or the day after the overturning of Roe v. Wade. As a way, she says, to draw attention to the issue she cares about. Vote Senator Mack. I've gotten a lot of negative attention before. Um, it doesn't faze me at all. Senator Tiara Mack tells me she prides herself in leading with joy, empathy, and respect for all people and will always be unapologetically herself. Some content's not for everyone. Um, everything is not for everyone. Uh, TikTok generation, um, I'm new to it myself, but it is definitely a platform to get more young people engaged in the local issues. The now viral video sparking a lot of reaction, not just in Rhode Island, but across the nation. The Rhode Island GOP says Senator Mack is bringing unnecessary attention to the state. In a statement, a party spokesperson says Mack should focus on serving her constituents by increasing the educational performance of students in her district instead of trying to get attention on social media. They say she was hired to do a job, and it is time for her to take that role seriously. I, I think it's a little ridiculous, and it is in, it is indicative of the treatment that I've gotten since I've been in office as a queer black woman. Mac tells me she's always been held to a different standard. I can have an Ivy League degree and be a seated state senator, and someone will always find a reason for my body, my actions, and my words to not be enough. <laughs> I passed legislation as a black woman um, for the community, and I hope to continue to do more of that. 
that introduced the sexual assault survivors bill of rights which just recently passed she's in gonna Ohio lose State the House primary have not done the work and that i am not doing the work has obviously not been paying attention to my platform and that's why i twerk for the people twerking for the people hoping to draw attention to issues but important that's to her, her spin plus rights uh, protecting black women i think the attention should not be focused on my body and what i was wearing it should be much more focused on the real issues. What a joke. And I also reached out to Senate President Dominic Ruggiero to see what he has to say about the now viral actions of one of his own Democrats. Did you say vile or viral? The vile actions. All right, folks, 135. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I am still thrown by, by that Fung interview. And I even, Ashley Kalis and, and Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, I, I wouldn't blame them if they just blow off the local media for this election cycle. Uh, if, if every question is going to be about President Trump in January 6th, and are you going to vote for, if, if every question is about that, what's the point? What's the point of doing an interview? What's the point of doing a debate? Holy cow, the bias. Hey, let's go back to, this was last Friday, Seth Magaziner giving the media their their talking points, explaining what he expects them to do and what they're going to do in the the upcoming election. You know, this, this is a serious accusation. And this really says it all. That no one, this, the fact, and I'll, I'll, I'll play it. This is Seth Magaziner giving the marching orders to the local media. We're going to make sure everybody knows, and you all are going to help us. You all, you're going to help us. What our positions are and what his positions are. Because where we are is where most Rhode Island voters are. Where he is is with the extreme of the far right down in Washington. And so the next four months are going to be a lot of fun. Because... His whole campaign strategy is to hope that people don't know what his positions are. That is not a winning strategy. Our strategy is to make sure that voters are educated, that they know what our positions are, what his positions are, and the difference between the two. And so I want to get out there. I want to have 20 debates with him. I bet he wants to have zero because he doesn't want people to know what he really stands for. Uh, and I know that all of you in, in the media are going to help us do this. Over the next four months, Really? you are going to do your part to make sure that he doesn't dodge and filibuster on basic questions about what his positions are. And we are certainly going to do our part to make sure voters know about that contrast, those contrasts as well. So this is going to be a fun four months. It's going to be a successful four months. And I am tremendously grateful to Congressman Langevin. I think his vote of endorsement. I mean, that is, um, I want to just play it one more time, folks. Just indulge me the fact that he's still. So the reason that we are going to win this race is we're going to make sure everybody knows, and you all are going to help us do this, what our positions are and what his positions are. Because where we are is where most Rhode Island voters are. Where he is is with the extreme of the far right down in Washington. And so the next four months are going to be a lot of fun. Because... His whole campaign strategy is to hope that people don't know what his positions are. That is not a winning strategy. Our strategy is to make sure that voters are educated, that they know what our positions are, what his positions are, and the difference between the two. And so I want to get out there. I want to have 20 debates with him. I bet he wants to have zero because he doesn't want people to know what he really stands for. Uh, and I know that all of you in, in the media are going to help us do this. Over the next four months, you are going to do your part to make sure that he doesn't dodge and filibuster on basic questions about what his positions are. And we are certainly going to do our part to make sure voters know about that contrast, those contrasts as well. So this is going to be a fun four months. It's going to be a successful four months. And I am tremendously grateful to Congressman Langevin. I think his vote of endorsement. You know, that is, um, that is so disappointing because I, I did think that they would ignore him, right? I thought he'd be ignored. I didn't know that the media was like, aye, aye, sir. We're on it. We're on this right, right away. Oh, you, you got it. Jump. How high? Wow. 
Boy, that interview, you have got to be kidding me. I, I am actually stunned. Like, that's a parody. That's what, that's everything that's being asked? That's what you're, you're asking Fung about? Are you, I, 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 I also, I, I always like the, we have to ask this. You have to ask it? No, you want to ask it. Right? Wants and needs. You explain that to children. The difference between wants and needs. I need ice cream. No, you mean you, you want ice cream. You don't need ice cream. Right? You explain that to, to children, the difference between wants and needs. I always, um, I have people that will send me a message. You, you need to go talk to this person. I need to go talk to that person? You mean you would like me to go and speak to that person? Wants and needs. I don't need to go talk to that person. You want me to go talk to that person. Um, <clears throat> but I am, I am, I'm stunned. Um, this there is definitely, very disappointingly, a narrative coming out of Channel 12. And again, I, I like those guys. I respect those guys. I do. When I um, commend their work, I'm, I'm sincere about it. I'm just really, really surprised that that's the way the Fung interview went. First of all, he agrees to go on. And, and you know, I'm not, I also want to mention, I'm not saying if, if that's what the interview is going to be, then that it's, it's not the worst thing to just go and kind of get it out of the way. But if this is any indication, and, and for, you know, for all I know, that he, he knew exactly what they were going to be, um, kind of that's the approach they were going to take, and the whole thing of like, but, you know, we have to ask these questions. I... I come back to what what's the what's the voting question? What are people truly concerned about? And I, I'm telling you, I would argue, right? You go to Warwick Mall and I just I I don't believe that you're gonna and, and by the way, I'm not saying every interview in question has to focus on what the voters at Warwick Mall would say, which is the second district. Uh, there's several things that I'm surprised at about the interview. Like, and Jake Auchincloss, like, what is the fascination with this guy? He's uh, as if he's anyone. Like, he has any bearing in Rhode Island. He has none. What do you think he's going to say? Seth Magaziner does not live... does not live in the district and even all you can eat buffet scott mckay is saying that that was a mistake that he should have moved into the district so are you going to well let's talk about january 6th you know are they, are they for real on this where's magazine when or maybe he already did an interview with them Again, I don't want to go on and on. I was. I'm just surprised at it. Um, I'm very surprised because, I and I didn't see the full interview. I'm very curious to see if Fung went after them on the Seth Magaziner thing of him saying, and he, here's what I need all of you to do. Now, they didn't, as I've said, no one questioned Magaziner and said, are you going to debate your other people? I am going to be involved in that race. I may be involved in it earlier than I thought I was going to be. Very, very surprised at that. All right, folks, it's 144. Good afternoon. It is Friday. Yes, it is. It's Friday. It's July 8th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, let me go through some of our this portion of the program this weekend you could certainly stop by today tonight next week the Coesed Inn 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick 
delicious food, drinks. They have the huge bar area or a full sit-down. That's also great to accommodate different groups. Delicious food at the Coisa Inn. I also want to mention Propane Plus for all your propane needs. Do you use a lot of propane? Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209 or Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, three generations are available 24-7, serve you for a long time to come. And the easiest thing to do, they have a very easy, user-friendly website, propaneplus.com, where you just go, you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propaneplus.com. Tim Johnson and crew, they're the greatest, Propane Plus. Call them. Do you use a lot of propane? Call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Now, it's Friday. Let's find out what our friend, the queen of health. Wow, I am actually stunned. I am really stunned at that newsmaker interview. May Again, maybe... I'm anxious to talk to Mayor Fung and B.A. Maybe he said, I knew it was coming. True, now it is asked answered. But I, I'm just surprised. It just seemed over the top. Like, it, they were like, boom, boom, boom. What about Trump? What about January 6th? Are you going to vote for Kevin McCarthy? Those really, uh, Magaziner doesn't live in the blanking district. He, he's trying to tell people he and Langevin to get out of the primary. And you're going after Fung like that? Very disappointing. I am. All right, let me see if I can reach Marie. There's no guarantee, folks. Listen, all we can do is try to reach the Queen of Health. That's all I'm going to tell you. I have no idea. Folks, look at that. God is good. She picks up the phone on this Friday. The Queen of Health joins us. It's our friend Marie at It's My Health. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. The weather is terrific. Um, it's nice weather. It's not exactly beach weather. This is a good day. People can run their errands. Marie, as you know, people want to stay healthy because of the pandemic. There's such a focus on health. I can't think of a better place to start than It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We do our best to help people with whatever they need. You succeed. You're the queen of service. Now, Tell me again, I got some email. Tell us about that new product that you were telling us about that people would want to try to make sure they stay hydrated hydrated in the summer. So it's a product that has, they have a few different flavors, um, but you add it to water and it has all the electrolytes and some B vitamins in it to just to help your body get the nutrients it needs, especially those minerals when you're hot and sweaty. Now, folks, again... You do not want to get dehydrated. No, you do not. Now, also, let's just say someone says, you know, on a day like today, I'd like to have a nice iced tea. Marie, you have such a selection of different teas. I'm willing to even bet that there's someone listening that they actually order their tea online and they it's as simple as they could drive to 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, shop local and get and purchase some delicious tea. It's an ever-growing list because every time I find something new, I, I bring it in. We have some wonderful flavors for the summer to make nice iced teas. Now, on top of that, folks, hemp and CBD products. Marie is very knowledgeable. Marie, if you'd be so kind to educate educate people a little bit about hemp and CBD products and how it can help them? CBD is a wonderful product for anxiety, for sleeplessness, for pain. Those are probably the three primary reasons that people will come in and look for it um, for themselves or for their dogs. Um, we have plenty of dogs who are taking CBD with uh, you know joint problems, arthritis problems, and it just takes the edge off and um, they can move around and people can too back problems shoulder problems arthritis it's figuring out figuring out the amount that you need is the tricky part it's very individualized so i usually work with people to help them calculate what they need i like that now folks she is there to help you she is not only the queen of service she's the queen of health uh it's it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland where it's a nice comfortable day marie what are your hours someone is listening right now and they're thinking you know what i could pop in right across diagonally across from davenport restaurant what are your hours for today and what are your hours for tomorrow 
be here today till 5.30 and then tomorrow from 9 to 4. Do you feel extra pressure being considered the queen of health? <laughs> no, I just do what I do. I just try to help people and they can call me whatever they need to. And you are so modest and you succeed. Marie, I want you to enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend. Say hello to the luckiest man in the world and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, John. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, isn't she terrific? That's Marie at It's My Health. All right, I'm out hearing from the fun camp that they're not upset over the Channel 12 interview, and they felt they had to get it out of the way. So, all right. So maybe I uh, I, I just feel it's like, are you kidding me? January 6th, Trump. Um, yeah, that's it. Right. How come? Yeah, it's July 8th, not September 25th. That's a very good point. And on top of that, hey, there's no guarantee Seth Magazine is going to win that primary for crying out loud. No guarantee at all. So I want to wait. I'm not convinced of that. That woman, Sarah Morgenthal, she she has money. She's not going anywhere. That, um, without question, that is still, I'm not, I still think that that is a toss-up. I don't see that as... That that in in any way is is already been decided, no way. Hey, how fun for Kate Petro. Flo Rida was on Fox and Friends this morning. From Adam, the the um, meteorologist, about how even though the temperature outside is only what seventy one, it feels like one hundred and five. Yep, Flo Rida. Yep, he was fantastic. You've been big for 15 years. Do you remember the moment where you thought, I'm going to do this for... I want to find, um, he did a, um, what was the song? He did a good song. He did a, a version of... All right, let me hear this just a little bit. This is Fox and Friends. This morning, folks. The, the uh, meteorologist about how even though the temperature outside is only what? 15 years. Do you remember the moment where you thought, I'm going to be able to do this for a living? Oh, yeah. Um, that time when I got a chance to go and perform with my brother Fresh Kid Ice, rest in peace, in Hawaii, when I was performing my at the night. Brother Fresh Kid. The next day, you know, I went from just being local to traveling, you know, all throughout the United States. Wow, and that was big. And your first hit? My first... Yes, yeah, my first big hit. You know, shout out to my brothers DJ Mutte and T Pain. You know, this is every time I perform, it feels like the first time. I think he wanted to mention that was his first big hit. Um, Anyhow, folks, very happy for uh, Kate DiPietro. Has a nice picture on her Instagram. Fox New Fox and Friends All Summer Concert Series of her in um, with Flo Rida. Whoa! All right, go easy here, Juan. All right, folks, it's one fifty-three. This portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. I have a feeling I'm going to be there very, very soon. Stop in and see them. Right now, if you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, do you realize you could just take that exit off of 146 and pop in at the Lodge Pub and Eatery? Especially that outside deck today would be nice because it's not that hot. A little bit of a cloudy Friday. Let me go through some of the... uh, other folks uh, out there, folks, that I would really appreciate you sponsoring. And on top, now listen, this weekend, if you have an emergency and you have to go to the emergency room, go to AtMed Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston or 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, diverse, wide-ranging, cost efficient healthcare alternative to the emergency room at AtMed. Remember, it's A-T-M-E-D, and their website is atmedurgentcare.net. They offer walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma. Uh, They also have physical exams, drug testing, and for someone that has COVID, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. 
This is where I go. If you have to go to an emergency room. Now, it was two years ago when I had the um, one of the protesters zap me with that green laser. It was a Sunday. I wasn't going to go wait in an emergency room for hours. I went to AtMed Urgent Care. Uh, two locations, 15, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, or the Johnston location. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 9, Saturday, 8 to 8, and then Sunday, 9 to 8. So they're open seven days a week. Stop in and see them. Folks, as always, visit the website, dipetro.com. We have great sponsors on the website, like the we sit in, like the Centerdale Revival. Um, this was uh, this was the week of Mac. I still don't understand the people that uh, media outlets not covering that story. There's a national story. She's trying to spin it now. Oh yeah, I was just doing it to draw attention to my issues. Um, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't think she's going to be successful in her primary. I don't think so. We're obviously going to wait and see. Now, I also we did post on the website an update on the Cumberland story. Uh, the police have told me. That they're still waiting for tests to come back. And when that is official, then they'll make the announcement. Hey, congratulations to Cindy Fitzgibbons. Um, Channel 5 has named her the station's new chief meteorologist, the retirement of Harvey Leonard. She is terrific. She's been around for a long time. Um, let me just see what other stories uh, catch, catch my eye. At 156, Providence police officers in the video pleads not guilty. So that's going to go on for some time. Uh, two more North Kingstown coaches were inappropriate with students. That system is just broken. Um, and then various other stories. But the big story of the week was that Rhode Island State Senator Tiara Mack criticism for twerking. I, I take exception with them trying to frame it. That it was only uh, quote right wing Republicans that were upset about it. I, I don't believe that. Um, it, anyone that investigates, there's there's plenty of people that was being done to frame it, so people would be afraid to criticize it. That's why that is done. We've had the pictures up. The state police are now looking for the guy that we put up his picture two weeks ago that started the fight. Senator Mack that initially turned down Channel 10, now she's got her talking points down. Now she puts on a very conservative outfit. Now she agrees to speak out. That's not what she wanted to do in the very beginning. It's not what she wanted to do in the very beginning. Nope. She was dodging Channel 10. The Cumberland story, I have this on the website, petro.com. And what I have been told is the Cumberland police, who have done a very thorough investigation on it, they are waiting until test results come back. And those test results, uh, I believe, they have to wait wait on that. And then there, this is the couple that tragically uh, were found dead on. Birchwood Drive, and it is um, really just, it has devastated the community it has, killed in shooting. Uh, both Courtney Howard, Howard and Eric, 51, Birchwood Drive, two adults suffering gunshot wounds. They were pronounced dead at the scene, three children in the home at the time. The police said it was an isolated incident. State police and the Attorney General's office are insisting with the investigation so folks at 159 i'm just going to say keep your eye on that story it sounds like we're not going to know anything till next month so now it's friday it's 159 i want to thank the great jeff gamach for another fantastic week i want to thank everyone for listening we will be doing facebook live later a little one after dark tomorrow night if you're watching uh, the president trump rally on newsmax you will be able to uh, hear my commentary on that i want you to stay tuned for the two o'clock news the big news is the um, former prime minister assassinated in japan and then also president biden had a press briefing today at the white house it's sean DePietro. listen enjoy your friday enjoy your weekend we're back on the radio monday at 11 stay tuned for the two o'clock news wnri Socket.